Welcome. If you're a woman who has a sense that there's more out there for you, you're in the right place. I'm Whitney Baker, host of the Electric Ideas podcast. Somewhere along the line of working kids, life carried on, but I lost track of my truth. I'm on a reflective journey, and that's what this podcast is all about. Each week, I interview a woman who is lighting her own path and offering others hope. Before our conversation ends, we'll share a reflective question for you to explore. Sometimes all we need is a jolt, a fresh idea, an aha moment that connects us to a sense of possibility. This, my friends, is what I call an electric idea. Welcome back to Electric Ideas. I want to share a reflection with you today as we tip into the last month of the year. So a lot of times in our quest to be well, women focus a lot more on our physical health while sometimes ignoring the mental and emotional aspects of our well-being. And trust me, physical health is a value of mine. It's vitally important to me and something I'm always working on. But as I continue to connect with healers and scientists, coaches, spiritual leaders, authors, and more through Electric Ideas, I've been honestly blessed with the patchwork of brilliant women who continue to join me on the show. One of the universal messages that rings loud and clear is this. We can't ignore our mental and emotional health if we're truly committed to being the best version of ourselves. So I'm honored to share today's episode with Elizabeth Sabillon, host of the Beauty Mercs podcast, because it's an honest story of a woman who lost her job and her relationship during the COVID-19 pandemic time. She suffered a lot of shame and discomfort in moving back in with her parents, felt really lost directionally, and really had to face her stuff in a dark time. But she had the bravery to take charge of the mental aspect of her well-being, and despite it being a big taboo in her family culture, let go of the stigma, and got some professional counseling. Elizabeth has always had a dream of having her own show where others can share their stories and discuss topics that are not talked about enough, and she's brought this dream to life. On her show, she has honest conversations about her journey of faith, mental health, and how people have used their marks of pain, obstacles, and trauma in life and turned them into what she calls their beauty marks. When she's not working, Elizabeth enjoys all things beauty and fashion, watching sunsets, sipping grande oat milk, shaken espresso, reading good paperback books, trying new restaurants with family and friends, and dancing salsa. I'm including this part of her bio because it just felt touchingly specific, and I thought it was a good reminder for us all that we should always make time to cultivate that which brings us joy. So let's get to the episode. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here today. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I want to get right into it because you have so many uplifting messages to share with women. And I want to start with what happened in your life to put you in a position where you wanted to heal and reach so many women with your current perspective. I think that we never see it when we're in it, but we see how like those pivotal moments in our life shifted the direction of our life. And so for me, it was starting around 2019 to 2020, I went through a really uh, dark depression. I had been going through a very toxic relationship and was not in a good place, like mentally was very isolated from like my family and my loved ones. So I had felt in that space, like just very alone. And so towards the end of the year, I started experiencing a lot of signals in my body that were happening of like migraines. I was passing out because of just 
stress and just life of how I was holding it all in and just really felt very sad, wasn't myself in so many different ways. I felt like my life was falling apart. And so that moment really made me when I was at the doctor and they're like, you know, I think you need to get on antidepressants. You're at that point already. It's past just, you know, a sadness that I thought, you know, was normal because that was kind of my life for a long time of just kind of surviving. And around that time, it was when it kind of was a wake up call. A lot of things shifted in my life and went through the breakup that honestly was like the best thing that could have ever happened to me because that was something that pivoted me into going to therapy, getting closer to my family, creating a good support system and just really healing, you know, and starting that healing process, which took a long time to get there. You've said, and I'm quoting the best investment you can make in yourself is making sure that you're whole and complete and good and healthy. So your relationships can flourish. And I think owning up to your own shadows and triggers and flaws is not easy work, right? Yeah. So what's your case for doing the work and what's something women could try on their own if they are kind of aware that they are in the thick of it, like in a place where they don't want to be? Yeah. So I definitely feel like for me, I'm a very big mental health advocate because of my own journey. I started going to therapy actually in my early twenties for some child abuse that I experienced. But then later on, I started going more towards like how so many things of my relationships, I had been in these patterns for such a long time. And even just the way that I saw myself, the way that my relationship dynamics were, it just wasn't a healthy, I I never was taught like a healthy relationship with self, but also a healthy relationship with others. And so I realized that like, through me becoming educated and, and like learning about it, I was able to take care of myself, establish boundaries, and then also have better relationships, which ultimately our community and the people that you're around actually do affect, you know, how your dynamic is with yourself, with others and all of that. And just like, you're also your worldview. I feel like that really does shape a lot of things. So I feel like I had to go to a place of realizing the patterns I had created over time and being able to heal that and start. And so if someone's in that process, it's really becoming aware first that there is something going on, you know, maybe it's some patterns that you're like, why do I keep being in the same type of relationships? Or why am I always kind of in these patterns of thinking and just raising that awareness for yourself and then looking out for help because there are plenty of resources in today's age of like even this podcast, which is great. And just being able to educate yourself on those things and doing the work. I feel like we have to, especially in our healing, we have to be an active participant in our healing because if not, we're just, you know, time passes, but you can be in the same place, you know, as the years go on. Yes. I always kind of think that you're not responsible for what happened to you, but you are responsible for your own healing and growth and change. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You, you have a beautiful podcast. It's called beauty marks. And I love that you're just squarely in the mental health advocacy space. You're a huge advocate and you're super vocal, as you just mentioned about how counseling and therapy transformed your life. I think that there's a lot of women out there who are still hearing this and still are stuck with some of the stigmas of mental Mm -hmm. health. And I think part of it is just the sense that I have that women almost feel like if they finally go to therapy, they will admit that something's broken inside of them or something's Mm -hmm. wrong with them. 
What do you, what message do you have for women who are listening, who might kind of hear this and be like, "Eh, yeah, that's kind of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't raised with the awareness of mental health or even, you know, I come from a Latino family, which is like, we don't talk about those things. And so I was actually the first person to go to therapy And because of what happened to me in my childhood, that was more like a normal, like, oh, it's because something happened. So that's why you're in therapy, but like nothing has happened to me. So I don't need to go, but we all experience big trauma and little trauma. It can be loss, grief, miscarriages. It can be an accident. It can be bullying. There's so many things that we have experienced in our life. And I feel like therapy helps us to navigate those emotions and what happened. And sometimes we don't even remember it because our brain kind of protects us from like those things. And we just don't know how to navigate that. And we're like, wow, like I never, I kind of forgot that that happened, but it affects us in our daily life of like our relationship, our worldview, how we feel things in our body. And we're like, why am I like, you know, because a lot of mental or not even mental, emotional things that we experience, our body holds it and stores it. And so all those things sometimes never make sense when I was having migraines and when I was having stomach problems and my hormones were out of whack, I never correlated that. Like maybe it's because I don't know how to process what I'm going through and my body is storing it. And through therapy, I was able to talk to someone and figure out the tools necessary. And, you know, there's so many resources out there, but I definitely feel like that is something that we are never taught about our emotions, our mental health, how to have healthy relationships, how to have healthy relationships with ourselves and communication and all of that, that someone, a professional that we can go to, to give us those tools is so important. And it's more necessary than we, than we think, you know, we go to experts for a lot of things, you know, doctors. And if we don't know about finances, we look for information on that. And so it's, doing that, but for our body and our mental health, and it can be very life-changing. With the lens of being on the other side of doing the work, because you're somebody that just leads your life with so much more light now. I'm curious, now that you're kind of on the other side of a lot of life challenges and kind of a low point, how do you look at them differently in hindsight? I am someone that believes in like the blessings in disguise, things that could have happened. And, you know, I'm not saying that everything that we go through, because some things really don't make sense. And I'm going to be honest, I don't have the answers to everything. But I think that like, when I look back at like the loss and the breakup and just getting to a very low point, I realized how so much beauty came out of it. And that's even what my podcast is about is really about how we can overcome so much through things that we have experienced. And instead of being like a victim to it, we can use that and and share our stories and share like the light of, you know, at the end of the tunnel to give someone else hope. And so now I see it as like, I didn't understand it in the moment, but it was all like preparing me for like now. And it was helping me at least like when it comes to relationships, it was eventually going to come out that I was not in a good dynamic in relationships. And I'm glad that I figured it out to now have better relationships. You know, I'm glad that I have better friendships. Like my friendships are so much deeper because of that moment of isolation and discovering vulnerability. And so I feel like so much beauty came out of my pain and of the issues that I had gone through. And I have made a different life now. And I am completely a different person. And now I'm able to like how you said, it's like, just share a message, like not let hurt 
dictate my life. It's not like I'm healed. I'm growing. I have a great future ahead of me. It's like, I'm, I have a different perspective on life versus where I was at in that time. Hi everyone. I wanted to hop in because I have some exciting news. I have set the dates for my next season to shift mastermind. So if you're a mom and you feel like you're playing small in life, you're leaving tons of potential on the table. This is for you in this six week mastermind. We're going to let go of the static story, the sameness, the staleness, and systematically explore over the course of six weeks, how you can step into new possibility for your life in 2023. The program starts on January 25th. For more information, you can visit myelectricideas.com backslash mastermind backslash, which is also in the show notes, or you can email me anytime. My email is Whitney at myelectricideas.com. You're welcome to reach out with any questions. I have to tell you something. I've had so many people within my listenership who have said, are you doing that mastermind again? It sounded great. It sounded just for me, but it just wasn't the right time. It's on. The details are set. I just wanted to give my listenership first dibs really before I go fully public with all the information and make it available because I'm only accepting 10 people. So it's first come first serve. I know it's going to be a special intimate group of women and I hope to see you there. I'm happy for you. I genuinely am. The world needs your light. I am so glad you mentioned friendships because something you talk about a lot is seeking wise counsel. Tell us about the important role of having like-minded women in your life. Yeah, I think that we can go far ourselves in certain things. We can go so much farther with great women around us. I think Sometimes I had a, I have experienced like unhealthy girl dynamics, friendships and women dynamics. And I have been hurt, you know, by friendships, but I realized that I was at a different space and I was looking for different things. I was trying to either fit in or change things about myself to be part of certain groups. And now where I'm at is like, I have women that I look for friendships in a different way, like people that are encouraging and aspiring to continue to grow and have like that mindset of like growth and that are kind and just have different kind of visions and goals than in my younger twenties and and all of that. It's like, you're just trying to have fun and you're just trying to be, you know, fit into these groups. So I definitely feel like my friendship groups now are definitely focused on positivity and, and, but also having like real conversations and being able to like tell you the truth and love, which I feel like is sometimes hard for people to do. They just want to be like your yes woman. But no, I have some women that tell me like, actually, no, like that's not good. And like, that's not aligning with your values, you know, that keep you accountable to things and your goals and all of that, which is important because you, you sometimes need that outside. Sometimes, you know, we have those days that aren't so great and we're not always feeling our best, but those people that can encourage us and push us to be our best self, I feel like are the best kind of friendships that you want around you. Absolutely. And I think it's really a sign of growth when you look around and realize that your tribe, the people you see the most in your life are positive people that uplift you people that when you finish hanging out with them, you feel fueled and excited and not, not depleted. Right. Yeah. I think it's a real sign of personal growth because I found that the more I invest in myself and I'm really in my passion and attuned with, with where I want to be, 
people that hold a different kind of vibration and negativity kind of just fall out of my life naturally. Yeah. It's interesting how that works. It's one of the gifts of getting older. <laughs> yes, definitely. And and not to say that you never have conflict with like those friendships, because I definitely want to like pinpoint that because I, I know that we sometimes get the messaging of like cut off everybody and like right. everything. But yeah. I definitely feel like there are some things that like those friendships can also you can work through those situations and they're more healthy conflict. And that was something else that I learned. I'm like, you can have a discussion or like some differences and it doesn't mean the end of your relationship, you know, which in back in other relationships, it would be like jealousy and comparison, all of that. And it just ended up ruining some relationships. So I definitely though feel that as you grow and you kind of change that mindset for yourself, then you're able to then attract and have those kind of dynamics of friendships. So I agree. Yes. Yes. Okay. One of the learnings you talk about a lot that I completely align with is you talk about learning to enjoy the present and not delaying happiness. This is a message I want my audience to hear loud all the time. So how do you practice this and how has it transformed your life? Yeah. I used to be always I'm just like a a type A kind of person of like, I have a plan. This has to go this way. And I was always kind of looking forward to the future. Like everything's like has to align this way to get to my ultimate goal. And I feel like when I realized that like I'm living life now and I'm exactly where I need to be today. Like I, it's great that I'm aspiring for things and, you know, maybe I had a great moments in the past, but it's like, I'm here today and I can take advantage of that. And I feel like many things kind of started that whole conversation with myself of seeing how my life didn't go as planned and like my whole mapped out life, but also realizing that I had these expectations of like what society had told me that I should be and where I should be by a certain age range. So I was like, until I get there, then I will be good, you know, or right till I get this when it's like, in reality, it's like, I'm exactly where I need to be. And I will repeat that again, because that was something that finally stuck with me of realizing like, I don't need to wait till I'm X amount of years or until I'm in this relationship or I'm till this to live my life. I can be so content here and now. And um, like recently I just went on like a solo trip to California, which was amazing, had the best time. And years ago I would be like, no, I will never go on a trip by myself or I want to go on these trips with only this person And so being able to realize I have now, I live in the here and now, and I'm going to maximize this time that I've been given on this earth and just being able to do the most out of being able to enjoy the now, you know? And so I'm a huge, like that message, I I love that message because I feel like when you realize it takes off the pressure that you don't have to fit in the norms and the expectations of other people of what they want you to be and do, and you can make the best out of where you're at. I totally agree. And I really, it's interesting, like studies show that oftentimes when we're striving for something big, you know, like they've even done it with like competitive colleges where graduates Mm -hmm. like think they're going to feel so awesome after they like heads down stress mode for four Mm -hmm. years and they finally get to the graduation point and studies show that our happiness doesn't always have a big uptick when that happens. So I like to remind people that you really have to be invested in enjoying the process, right? Because that's where the juice is, in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. And you, you get to see how much growth and 
I feel like the perspective of, I have so much to learn today and nothing is ever going to give me the happiness that I think it is until I see it that way. Like until like my daily things that I do, the little things are still as much a satisfaction than like bigger things. Because what if you get all of that? And then you're like, this is not what I expected. Exactly what you just shared. And that's, that's just like a sad reality that it's like, you don't want to get to that place where it's like, I've been striving my whole life for this and it wasn't fulfilling as I thought. So I think that that's something that I hope people take away. It's like, you are living exactly where you need to be and you will get there eventually of where you want to be. But it's like, you can find so much joy and contentment in today, no matter what you're experiencing. Absolutely. And I think it also reminds us to just drop in and find time to cherish our everyday. It's so easy, especially for women. I'm sure you encounter this in your community too, where we always want to be like planning the next mm-hmm. big thing or leaning in. And sometimes it can be to the extent where we forget to just drop in and appreciate the day we are in now. But yeah. I know that my days that I fall asleep and I have the most sense of contentment are when I really like found pockets throughout my day to be present with mm-hmm. people I love or things I love to do. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like I took advantage of living in the moment which is really all we have guaranteed, right? Definitely. So now that you're in this more expansive place, what are you up to now? What is at the heart of your current kind of like happiness and growth now that you're really kind of aligned and living out your truth? Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like I am living in what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about encouraging women and just sharing stories and just uplifting and educating women on mental health and how to be a holistically healthy self. And I feel like that I have found so much joy through that because I feel like it gets to a point where it's also not about you anymore. I feel like what I do is really to help other people. And that has brought so much joy into my life because I'm like, there's so many women out there that I want to continue to encourage and help. And I'm currently uh, creating a, a community here in the Orlando area called She Cultivates, which is all about creating community and friendship and encouraging women through monthly events. So that is starting up here in January. And so I'm so excited for that because I feel like that just continues to fuel my passion and my purpose here on this earth, you know, and I'm just so grateful to be here and not to say that my life is perfect and that everything, because I talk a lot about that as well of like the other side of like an Instagram perfect life. But I know I have worked through some things and I feel like people have seen the journey of the hard times and the good times. And of course, being able to share that with others and encourage others and and just give women hope. Well, congratulations. That's a major step. I am genuinely excited for you. I hope you continue to shine your light far and wide. And for anyone tuning in from the Florida area, I'll make sure to capture the event info in the show notes. So let us know. I always end my podcast with the same question, and that is, what's one question women should be asking themselves more? I would say, are you living a life that is aligned with what you want for your future? Is it aligned to your values? Is it bringing joy? And I feel like that is a lot of questions that we have for ourselves, like what's my purpose and what we want to do in life. And I feel like it stems of like what fuels you and making sure that all your actions, your little habits every day 
can lead you towards that. So I would say that's a question to leave with someone today. And if that also brings you into maybe there's some changes that I need to make, then maybe that starts a conversation. Beautiful. I'm sure people are going to want to find you. So why don't you share where, where can we find you online or find your resources? Tell us. Yeah, you can check out Beauty Marks Podcast, which is a space where we talk about our stories and share stories and just day-to-day life things that we experience. And you can follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere you stream podcast, as well as on Elizabeth Sabi is like my Instagram name. And then she cultivates ORL is where if you're in the Orlando area, which eventually maybe it'll go to other states, but starting um, monthly events here. So you can follow Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and I'm so grateful for this space. And thank you so much for having me. My absolute pleasure. I can't, can't wait to watch and see what's next for you. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. I'm so glad you joined me today. If you're looking for more, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at, at Whitney Woman. And if you enjoyed the show, I invite you to support me by leaving a review or sharing it with a friend. Hope you have an inspired day.